0: Follow the direction of the ushers. I'll bundle up inside, releasing so much energy. I'm talking about a spiritual high that makes you want. Só
1: Praise because he's hallelujah. Oh yes, let's praise his name tonight. Hallelujah. Lift your voice and praise him. Clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Can we praise God for nine being filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost this morning? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. And this certifies that Ezra Weaver was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And this certifies that Kaylee Griebeneau was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Can we give God praise for what he's doing in the house of the Lord tonight? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to praise him. Somebody ought to worship him. Somebody ought to glorify his name and give him a high praise right now. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Go with me to the book of Isaiah, chapter number 14, verses 12 through 16, and then we'll read one verse from the gospel of Luke, chapter number 10, and verse 18. Isaiah 14, 12 through 16, Luke 10. And eighteen, if you found it, say amen. amen. How, as lightning fall from heaven, except when Isaiah said it, he called him Lucifer. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? And when Jesus, he didn't say Lucifer, he said, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. I'm going to preach to you something that the Lord gave me just in the last 24 hours or so. And I titled it, The Devil Lost His Name. Look at somebody and tell them the devil lost his name. God, I pray, anoint me, help me. Help me to preach your word, God. I pray, Lord, for a divine visitation of your spirit in this place. I'm asking you, Lord Jesus, for a demonstration of your spirit and power. I'm asking you, God, to do a work of the Holy Ghost. That when we leave, we'll know it's been you and nobody else but you, God. And I thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. amen. Give the Lord a good hand and clap of praise and be seated in the presence of the Lord. The name Lucifer means day star or morning star. The day star was the brightest The bright star that shined at the end of the night. The light, the star that announced the coming of the sunrise. It was, if you will, the morning star was the introduction to the sunshine. Lucifer, the name Lucifer means morning star. As the morning star... He announced the arrival of the presence of the Lord. He was created as an angel of worship. He was the introduction to the arrival of the true light that lighted every man. He was the archangel created as a worship leader. His worship of God was profoundly impacting on the world and on heaven. Job said that when the morning star sang, that the sons of God shouted for joy. It was a powerful, awesome, amazing position in heaven. The term ark, when we say archangel, that term ark in its Original language means the chief or a principal, a foremost leading. So an archangel was one of the leading angels of God. From the panorama of the scripture, we see that Michael emerges as the archangel of war and battle. It was Michael whose sword was engaged in battle against The princes of hell. Gabriel, on the other hand, appears as the archangel of giving a word or a message, a message from God. He was a messenger angel. He announced the Messiah, the one that God used to make many of his. So Michael, the archangel of battle, and Gabriel, the archangel, the messenger angel. Lucifer appears to have been the archangel of worship. The Bible makes it clear that he was the most beautiful and powerful being that God ever created. He was the supreme angel surpassing Gabriel and Michael. The prophet Ezekiel described the beauty and the majestic creation of Lucifer. Ezekiel 28 and 13. Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. The sardius, topaz, the diamond, the barrel, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, the carbuncle, and gold. His very body was covered with gold and precious stones and jewels. Sapphires, emeralds, diamonds, gold, and other valuable jewels were created as his very body. Y'all are wondering where I'm going, aren't you? That's all right, so am I. his body covered with precious stones, jewels, and gold. That's one reason that he tries so hard to get Christians to fall in love with jewels and jewelry and adornment because it was part of his downfall. And so he wants it connected to the heart of a Christian whose mind is only supposed to be adorned with the presence of God. Amen. You don't have to say amen, but it's still true that God doesn't want us adorned was adorned with. He doesn't want us to identify with anything that adorns Satan. Amen. Be a good place for a Bible study, but I don't have time to give you a Bible study tonight. But Lucifer became so impressed with his own beauty that he desired for himself the honor and the glory that belong to God alone. The sin that corrupted Lucifer was the sin of pride. He was so exquisitely created. Ezekiel said that about about Satan, about Lucifer. The workmanship of thy tabrets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee, that thou wast created. The tablets and the pipes were musical instruments. His very body contained musical instruments. His lungs, if you will, were instruments of music. He exhaled worship and music like we exhale carbon dioxide. The tabrets and the pipes that were prepared in him When he breathed in, it made sounds of music. And when he exhaled, it made sounds of music. His beauty was by God himself. Ezekiel continued in verse 14 of Ezekiel 28. Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth. I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. Lucifer, you were the anointed cherub. You were the anointed angel that covereth. That term covered means to protect. Lucifer, your job, your anointing was to protect and cover the presence of God. It was your job to protect the presence of God because God's presence is not for pride. It's not for self. It's not for personal power. Lucifer was the worship leader. That's why worship is so important. Lucifer's anointing was to cover access to the presence of God. And you only get access to the presence of God by worship. You don't just casually walk into his presence. You worship your way into his presence. That's what Lucifer's job was. His anointing was to worship into the presence of God. Ezekiel continued to describe him. In Ezekiel 28 and 15, Thou was perfect in thy ways that you were created. Lucifer, you were created with gold and jewels and worship inside of you. You were anointed to cover the presence of God. You were perfect in every way from the moment that God... ...until iniquity was found in you. And when sin got in you, it ruined everything. Your anointing is gone because sin. Your worship, your calling, your beauty the things that you had in you that were beautiful, now God says, get it off of you because I don't want the same sin that caused Lucifer to fall, to cause you to fall. He was the worship leader of heaven. He was beautiful in his creation. His breath was music to God, perfect in his ways. The anointed angel that guarded access to the presence of God. His name was Lucifer, the morning star that announced the coming sun, the coming presence of God. His position in heaven was so high and esteemed that even after he fell, the other archangels respected the position he used to hold. Jude. In Jude, it says that Michael, the archangel when contending with the devil, would bring no railing accusation against him. Even Michael the archangel would not bring a railing accusation other than to say, the Lord rebuke you. The prophet Isaiah was the only one in the Bible that ever wrote his name. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of... Of the morning, how art thou cut down to the ground? The name Lucifer appears only that one time in reference to his pre-fallen condition. You were the son of the morning, the star of the morning. You were the one that announced the coming presence of God. You were the one that worshipped and led worship. That when you sang, the sons of God rejoiced. Right. Yeah. Right. We've lost the significance of naming in our culture today. In the Bible, names meant something. They conferred meaning and value. The vast majority of the time, the meaning of a name in the Bible was significant. Some names were statements of creed before God, proclaiming something about God or others. Some names made a statement about his goodness, his grace. Some names were prophetic. Some names were descriptive of certain circumstances. Many biblical accounts explain of a person's name and those names were significant to whose individuals they were and who they were to become are a heel holder. You are a deceiver, but you're going to be a prince when your name changes to Israel. Sarah, you were barren, but now when he adds the H to your name, he changes your name and you become the mother of a nation. Amen. Simon, you are a failing disciple, but when God touches you, you're going to become Peter, a rock on whom the church is going to be built. Saul of Tarsus, you're a persecutor of the church, but when God gets a hold of you, you're gonna become Paul, the great missionary and apostle because your name describes your role and your authority in the kingdom of God. And so the name Lucifer was a worshiper. Lucifer was beautiful. Lucifer was perfect in his ways. Lucifer was created as the morning star until iniquity was found in him. And then Isaiah said, How art thou fallen, O Lucifer? That's the only time his name is ever mentioned anywhere in the Bible, everywhere else, Old Testament and New Testament. He is never again called Lucifer. It only refers to that moment before his fall. After that, he's the devil. Means the accuser. After that, he's Satan. Also means the accuser. After that, he's called the tempter, the God of this world. After that, he's called the dragon, the serpent, the father of lies, the unclean spirit. The wicked one. He lost his name. Never again will he be the morning star. Never again will he announce the coming of the glory of God. Never again will he be the anointed cherub that ushers people into the presence and the glory of God because he lost his name. Michael still has his name, he's still the warrior. Gabriel is still the messenger, but Lucifer's position is empty. That's why the devil hates you so much. Because when you begin to worship, you begin to feel the role that he can't feel anymore. When you approach the presence of God through worship, you stand where he stood. You do what he did. When you worship, you announce the coming of the presence of God because his praise, his presence inhabits praise. Hallelujah. Oh, God. I'm trying, I'm trying my best to be good, but I'm having more and more trouble the longer I preach. Amen. Peter. The Apostle Peter said in 1 Peter 2 and 9, you are a chosen generation. Satan, you're fallen. You're a rejected angel. But you are chosen generation. He chose you out of bar rooms. He chose you out of crack houses. He chose you out of meth houses. He chose you out of false religion and false doctrine. He chose you out of abuse and dysfunction. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you, that you, that you and you and you and you should show forth the praises. Hallelujah. I've come to tell somebody the devil lost his name. He's not anointed anymore, but you can be anointed when you step into worship. He doesn't cover the presence of God, but when you... Oh, hallelujah. I need a warrior. I need somebody to be a warrior. First come, first serve. If you get up. Alright. You gotta move faster. This sermon's already longer than what I got oxygen for. Yeah, you're a warrior. Amen. You're a fighter. You're Michael. The arc the angel. The angel of war and battle. I need a messenger. I need a messenger. You're okay, come on. Come on, Marshall the Messenger. It's your job. Your job to announce. Time out. Time back in. And then you had Lucifer, the anointed cherub. His job was worship. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God. Almighty, the whole earth is full of his glory. God is great. And then Lucifer looks at himself, man, look at all that gold. Look at all that those diamonds and emeralds and sapphires and top. Man, I look good. Don't I look good? Man, I am awesome. Where's your gold? You ain't got no gold? Where's your jewels? You don't have any, Where's your diamonds? You look at how beautiful I am. And then and then when I sing it's what Job said that when that when the morning star sang, yeah. that the sons of the earth rejoiced. When I when I because because pipes are y'all with me? You got yeah. this? Yeah. The, the, because the pipes and the tap, the musical instruments are created in my being. When I open my mouth, the earth just rejoices, yeah. and I am great. Yeah. You know what? I think I deserve to be the Most High. I don't think this should be all about God. I think I should get what I want out of this. Look at how beautiful I am. Look at how awesome I am. I will be like the most high. You'll worship me like you worship God. And then at that moment, the Bible said, how art thou fallen, O Lucifer? And Jesus said, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. And so now he's no longer the anointed cherub that covers. He's no longer the one whose very voice gives praise to God. He's not the one that ushers people into the presence of God because he lost his name. And when he lost his name, he lost his authority. And when he lost his name, he lost his dominion. And when he lost his name, he lost his power. And he still got a messenger. But there's this void in heaven that used to be filled by Lucifer. But he lost his name. And so now what am I going to do? And so God created man in his own image. And God put in man a need and a desire to worship. And God said, you... Are a chosen generation and a royal priesthood and a holy nation and a peculiar people. And your job is to show forth the praises. Because I don't need another warrior and I don't need another messenger, but what I need is somebody. Woo. Hallelujah. Oh God feel something, right something right now. And so, Ashley make the devil so stinking mad because he spent most of your life trying to make you unworthy, trying to make you too dirty, trying to make you too messed up and then in one moment in the presence of God he ushers you into the place that Lucifer used to have and when you step into that place you You stand in heavenly places you brush with you worship, you step into a super, you start brushing you start brushing shoulders with angels, you start walking in supernatural dimensions you walk where miracles happen you walk where deliverance happens you walk where power, and when you feel that Here, you knew you knew when I looked at you. You were on your. You might. You should have just went ahead and started, Junior. All of that past, all that messed up past, all that stuff behind you. Amen. All it takes is when you begin to worship. All that fades from view because God said, "Let everything." Where's my messenger? Where's my warrior? Because all you got to do is start to worship. And when you start to worship, all the stuff that all the stuff the devil did to try to mess you up, and the next thing you know, you find yourself in a place that the devil can't get back. My God, if I if I was in this place, I'd worship right now. That's why the devil hates a worshipper. He wants you to worship an athlete. He wants you to worship a politician. He wants you to worship at a ball game, but he does not want you to worship in the house of God because when you bring it here, you step into where he yeah. Oh my God, I feel it. I feel. I feel something. We're starting to step into the realm of the angels right now. Worship so much. This is why the devil fights worship. He, he doesn't. How, how many of you go? How many of you ever go to a ball game of some kind and you start clapping your hands and feel out feel like, oh, I shouldn't do that. No, you don't feel that way. You go to a political rally and they bring the guy out and you will clap your hands and you don't feel out of place. But when you come to church, the devil tries to make you think, oh, maybe i am not Here's why: because when you do it you step into his place. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait. It's, it's better. It's better than just standing where he stood. It's a whole lot better because when you stand where he stood, the next thing you know, you're getting a word from God. And whatever the devil's trying to stop, you got. he's biting it off of you. Because when you worship, you're not by your You're not by yourself anymore. When you worship, you're not alone. You can be by yourself in the backyard. And if you start praising, angels start moving. The devil lost his name, but I got a new name written down in glory. When I got baptized in Jesus' name, he lost his name, but I got mine. Wants to drag you down. That's why the you you shouldn't carry on like that. You shouldn't. He's try, The devil tries to drag you down. But that's when the angels step in and say, "You can't have him. I paid for him with blood." That's why the devil fights your worship because you go to a place that he can never go back again. Never be the anointed cherub that covers. But when you worship, you feel that anointing? I feel it right now. You step into an anointed place when you worship. Let everything that has breath praise The Lord, from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the name of the Lord is to be praised. I wouldn't let the devil stop my worship right now. I wouldn't let the devil stop my praise right now. If all I could muster up is a toe tap, I'd be tapping my toe for Jesus. If all I could do was wave my hand, I'd wave my hand for Jesus, but I would not let the devil, I would not let the devil drag me down right now. That's why God that's why God didn't leave you in the darkness of your sin. That's why He didn't leave you in the darkness of your addiction. That's why He didn't leave you in the darkness of false religion or depression or fear or brokenness that you should show forth the praises of him who called you out of darkness into into that morning light into the dawn of a new day into a brand new season into a brand new victory I've come to make the devil mad tonight I've come to aggravate the devil a little bit tonight and letting know that I'm standing where you can't stand anymore. I'm doing what you won't do anymore. I don't have gold. As a matter of fact, silver and gold. Have I none? No diamonds? No emeralds? No sapphires. I'm just an old, ugly mud ball. But devil, with all your gold and all your diamonds and all your emeralds and all your sapphires and all your music in your lungs, you have to watch this mud ball, praise God. Because you, you can't go there anymore. Devil, you can make the nations tremble. You can fill bar rooms. You can get people addicted to all kinds of stuff. But one thing you can't do is be anointed anymore. Because I got an anointing that came when I began to worship God. Devil, you lost your name. doing what you can't do anymore. messenger, and if I can get that, that place in worship, I can hear a word from God. That's right. That's right. That's right. I can go a- around looking for a soldier to fight my battle. Right. All I'm going to do is worry about what I can do. I can't get myself a word on my own, no. and I can't fight some stuff by myself. Right. But the one thing I can always do is right. enter to his gates yeah. with thanksgiving. Oh and into his courts with praise be thankful unto him and bless his name and then I get a word and then I get a warrior because I'm standing we sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus somebody ought to say the devil lost his name
0: somebody ought to shout the devil why
1: All right. It's okay? He wow. said, here's what Isaiah said. Isaiah said, here's what's going to happen to you, devil. He said, they're going to narrowly look upon thee. Ain't nobody got time for that. He, they said, they'll narrowly look upon thee and say, this is the one that made the nations tremble? I let Him take my joy and my peace and my praise. I let Him give me anxiety and depression and fear. I let Him ruin my mornings and my afternoons and my nights. No more, devil. I know who you are. And you're not Lucifer anymore, you're just the devil. You're just a tempter. You're just a liar. You're just a thief. you got to put the devil in his place every once in a while. Devil, you thought you were going to destroy me, but watch this. I still got a praise in my heart. You thought I'd never shout again, but watch me shout. You thought I'd never sing again, but perk up your ears. You thought I'd never have joy again, but you wa- I'm in a heavenly place in Christ Jesus. I've ascended to a place that you used to be, and I did it. Not because of who I am, but because I praised him for who he is. Somebody ought to praise him. Somebody ought to, pra- somebody ought to find a praise in your heart right now. And you ought to praise your way into his presence. Place right now the higher you get in worship the more the devil has to let go of you because he can't ascend to that place anymore right now you ought to do it you ought to do it you ought to do what the devil can't do anymore the devil can't keep a worshiper down Her down. you go to other levels when you begin to worship God somebody ought to just open your mouth and begin to praise God in spite of what's going on in your life you got to get yourself to that place
0: So I a say, se got
1: him or him or them because it's easy to get caught up in the atmosphere. But when you're all by yourself tomorrow, and the devil comes tapping on the shoulder. Every time he starts tapping on the shoulder, you just start praising God and he'll find another shoulder to tap on. It doesn't have to. But it can just be, Lord, I love you, and I thank you, and I praise you, and I worship you. You can be washing dishes, have soap all over your hands, and say, God, you're great and greatly to be praised, and I worship your name. You can be driving down the road, and somebody cuts you off in traffic, and instead of saying what your impulse says, say, Lord, I love you, Jesus, and bless them in Jesus' name. Because don't let the devil trick you into thinking, that it has to be in this atmosphere for it to count, because it doesn't have to be in this atmosphere to count. Your praise creates its own atmosphere. Amen. Give the Lord one more hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. Sister Flossie, would you would you please come up? Brother Jamie, can you help? Can you help Sister Flossie through this crowd? She wants to testify. This is one of the sweetest, one of the sweetest, faithful, long-time serving God. She's been, you don't have to come up here, but you can if you want to. Okay, come on. Amen. Don't we love Sister Flossie? Amen.
2: Praise the Lord. I love every one of you too. Some of you don't know me as well as others do. But I've got a testimony that God gave me. It's been a while back. In 2019, September, I was diagnosed. And I don't want to kill into the spirit, but let me tell you, I, I've got a sad story to tell. But God, I was diagnosed with uh, multiple myeloma, which was cancer of the bone marrow. And that Sunday morning, I was diagnosed diagnosed on Wednesday night, Wednesday evening. And that Sunday morning, when I came to church, I came right down this aisle here. And I remember, the Spirit was on me so much. Not a lot of people knew what even my problem was, but God knew. Right down that way, people began to pray for me. And from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. I felt the power of God so strong. John Allen said to me after church, he said, Have you ever heard of a bracing and bit? And I'm sure a lot of young people never have. But it used to be something you would just grind down in there to pull out for. And when you, when you backed it out, it would pull out whatever wood and stuff was in there. And that's just the way it felt to me. He said, I saw that something just backing out of your body. And I said, I felt it, brother. I really did. Well, I go on, and that Sunday night I came to church. And, uh, you know, like the devils tell you, you know, uh uh-uh, I don't have time to call his name. But you know what? He was trying to tell me, no, you just think this happened. And I say, I know it happened. I know it happened. Kind of like Brother J. Frank Wilson said when he got the Holy Ghost. He said, the devil tried to tell me I didn't get it. He said, I went right back and prayed again. But you know what? After a while, you got to say, get thee behind me, Satan. I know I got it. So you know what? From that Sunday night, I came back and I shouted because, you know what? we got to praise him before we see the victory. So And you you know what? You never get victory if you don't have a storm. I mean, if there's never a war, you won't see victory. But you know what? There's never been a problem that God can't solve. Never. Not one too big, not one too small. But you know what? I believe more today than I've ever believed before. Because Sunday night, I got back home. And I felt the spirit here and the same thing over. And so you know what? I sat up in my bed and it's just like God's voice. You know, if you, if you ever go alone, you can just feel his presence and hear his speaking to you. And he said, just who am I to you and who do you really believe I am? And I sat up in my bed and I said, God, I know who you are. I said, I received the Holy Ghost in 1960. I've been coming to your house since I was seven years old. And I said, I believe and I know who you are. He said, then if you know who I am, you write. And I got up and I began to write. And I wrote till six o'clock that morning and that was at midnight. And I didn't stop. And, but you know what I said? Lord, who is this for? But you know what? He said, it's for you and me. It's for my glory and for you. And I've gone all this time. I went through my treatments that I took, a transplant I had. Doctors could not even believe. I had three different doctors, and they said, we have never seen anybody come through this myeloma. And they said, we've seen a lot of cases, but never have we seen anybody come through like you. And I said... But from day one, when they diagnosed me, Dr. Yates, my oncologist in Oxford, he sat there and I said, look, I know a man who can. Yeah. And he just smiled. And I said, I trust him. I said, let's go. I said, God's got my hand and he's, you've got the knowledge and he'll help you. Let's go. So we came through that. I've been through it in July. They said, no sign of any more cancer. (laughs) None at all. None at all. And you know what? I'm thankful. I'm thankful. But there's always something that's got to rear its head up. But you know what? God is still a healer. He's still a miracle worker. He's still a comforter. He's still a way maker. And you know what? I still trust him. And I, I know He's God, and whatever I face, He can carry me through it from now on. Yes. because you know, through it, all, through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. I've learned. Did you know that song? I can't care tune in a water Bucket? But look, what, what's that verse that says, uh, "If I never had a problem, can you do that just for a minute? Sing that for I can't I can't sing nothing. I'm not gonna <laughs> Brother Ethan can. This is real folks. It's real it all, through it
3: all. I've learned to trust in Jesus. Oh I've learned to trust in God. questions for tomorrow there've been times I didn't know right from wrong but in every situation God gave blessed consolation that my trials only come to make me strong Oh, I've been lots of places I've seen faces. There have been times that I felt so all alone.
2: God's still able. He's still my healer. He's still my comforter. He's still my way maker. He's my provider. And I'm on my way to heaven. And I'm not planning on turning back. I just ask for your prayers in the few days ahead. God knows my situation. I'm not sad. This morning, I've got joy here that you can't believe. A peace that I can't even understand. A peace that I can't even understand. Joy, joy, joy. And I thank you for listening to me tonight. I've been needing to do this for quite a while. But continue to pray for me and I appreciate you. Thank you.
1: pray for Sister Flossie right now and won't believe God to touch her. She's like she said, the devil's raised up again. But she, she has joy and she has peace. And so we'll pray in Jesus' name. God, by the authority of your word and by the power of your name, we thank you for healing virtue. God, in the name of Jesus, can you all just pray and ask God, Lord, thank you, Jesus. You're a miracle-working God hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Amen. While they're praying, why don't you reach over and pray for Ask the Lord to be their strength, to be their help. Amen. He's a very present help in the time of trouble.